Hey, it's White Boy Chris. If the Pat Down's ever made you laugh, then join our Patreon and support us. Get bonus content, a t-shirt, or an autographed copy of Rabbit, Miss Pat's autobiography. Visit misspatcomedy.com for the link to the Patreon, and while you're there, join our Facebook group. Welcome to another episode of the Pat Down. I'm here always. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. Why'd you I'm blow it at Jasmine, too? You looked at you. <laughs> And I'm here with Dion Kerr, my co-host of the Pat Down. How many years so have it been for us now? Uh, almost five, right? Almost five fucking years. Yeah. I'm, we're still having fun. So y'all got to stay tuned after the music. I got to tell y'all what I got to tell them, Chris. Oh, you, we talk a little bit about your childhood and how fucked up it is. <laughs> Stories I haven't heard yet. Yeah, uh, I took a shower and Chris thought I was outside. <laughs> Better get up, get out, and tune into this podcast. It's Pat spit the truth, spit the real facts. Nothing but the ugly, classy at the same time. Pat got the flavor, these are not the same lines. It's the politics, she been on the real grind. It could be pretty but ugly at the same time. Just tune in, put your lock on the spin down. Ain't no need for the wait and turn her up now. What you talk about? It's real though. And cut the game, you get no play like Nintendo. Waste of time, turn the up, nothing but the ugly. Straight off the top, everything she say, you know it's funny. Full blast, this is taste of the future. Listen on your iPhone or your desktop computer. Share it, tweet it, ain't no way to beat it. Nothing but the ugly, turn it up and gon' repeat it. I'm in Hartford, Connecticut, about to die, I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, freezing equally. <laughs> <laughs> Who you in Milwaukee with? I'm, I'm in shorts. Center. Oh my God! Ill. I went to Costco Ill. like that. <laughs> well, we know that Chris, you white. Nigga, <laughs> snowman with clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee's one of those places where even in the summertime, I think like uh, Hartford, Milwaukee, those two places are cold. There was your kind in shorts yesterday at the first show. <laughs> His kind had shorts on at the first show yesterday. It's only 44 in Hartford. That's shorts weather. 43. 43 in Wisconsin. You two are extra. Black. We're black, Chris. We're extra. We're hella black. We're African. We we like 80 I mean, degrees. If you are if you are a black man that wears cargo shorts in the winter, get in the Facebook group. Let us know. I know you're out there. They're stereotyping. Uh, Dubo used to do that shit until he moved back here. <laughs> Nike is somewhere right now with shorts on. <laughs> no, the fuck he ain't. He's watching them dogs. Hey, he's watching those dogs, and he's not. He got on. He got on clothes. He's fat as fuck. Well, I want first to say congratulations because you're doing something really cool. That like, there's these little moments in your career where I'm like, wow, she's really making it. You're gonna be on the one of the New Year's Eve shows. Yes. Um, I'm going to be uh, on Ron Seacrest's show. That's pretty cool. That is. It is. <laughs> now, are you the one? Do you get pre-taped. The, it was pre-taped. Oh, it's pre-taped. Okay. You're not dropping the ball? No, nah, I've dropped enough balls in my life. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be kind of cool if you, if you were the ball and they were like, 10 motherfucker, 9 motherfucker, 8 motherfucker. <laughs> That's a new year everybody would like. <laughs> <laughs> I think Samuel L. Jackson would be jealous. <laughs> She's saying my motherfuckers, motherfucker. <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> 
That would be wonderful. Yeah. I've been sick. I, I was so sick last night. That cold got the shit. It's just the weather changing all the different places. Y'all, please wrap up. Stay warm. Did you have a show last night? Yeah, good show. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Albany, New York is sold out, so I appreciate you guys, too. So it's a new year. Everybody make New Year revolution, revelations, what is it called? <laughs> Resolutions. Resolution. Only Nikea makes a New Year revelation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just realized. <laughs> I hope going into the new year, everybody choose wisely when it comes to your health, your strength, your there's people around you. I just hope people choose wisely. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but usually your resolutions are for what you want to do different, not what you want other people to do different. (laughs) I mean, I just want everybody to be happy. And and happiness is something that I think everybody needs, but not not all of us know how to go out and get so if that means removing people away from around you, then you're gonna have to do it. Then that means starting a relationship, starting a new job, you're gonna have to do it. Cause I mean, life is too short to be depressed. Life is too short to deal with bullshit. So I just hope everybody I hope everybody can stick to their new year resolution. And this year it wasn't a diet for me. So I think I can stick to it. <laughs> My, I was like, I was going to exercise 30 minutes a day and I, I got roughly seven, 17 days into it. <laughs> and then it fell apart. I've been better lately, but it took me uh, roughly 10 more months to get it together. I don't yeah. lie to myself like that. I didn't uh, even it, try. It's exactly, that's why I'm <laughs> in the same boat. I feel like resolutions are just, you, you know what? You put all this pressure on yourself the last week of the year. You do really well for one week of the year, and then you go, ah, this is hard. If, if you didn't do it for 11 months, you're not, if you didn't do it for 11 months, you're not going to do it one month. You're not going to do it for 12 months. Okay. I, I think my resolution is to just be exactly the same one year from the, today. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. You don't want to make money. You don't want your marriage to grow. You don't want to. Yeah. I mean, stay. Look, that's all. Things are very good right now. Sometimes when it things are good. Better. You you remember when you was in school and you had the uh, defenestration? What's the word? De- 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 what's the word? De- de- what is the word? Defenestration? De- <laughs> is Jasmine la- losing her mind too? <laughs> Can I get a deforestation? De- we got a <laughs> dehumidification. De- what is it? Dehumidification? De- no. What is the word? Describe it. Like the tail between something. Differentiation. Differentiation. Yes. Yeah. How many trees had to die for you to figure out that word? (laughs) Poor rainforest got deforested until you figured that shit out. Jasmine looking at me like (laughs) I could I could hear the visit the you could hear how confused Jasmine was. You remember when your teachers say small, large, larger, you know, I mean, large, larger, largest. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you when you talk about to keep it the same. So if it's good, it get gooder, goodest, goodest. <laughs> I feel inspired. It's not a word. I, look, you're nailing it. I feel inspired. You know what? I'm going to make a revolution. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, don't stay good. Reach for more, brother. Reach nah, for I'm more. just saying, things, things are very good. Family's good. You know, career's going well. But, you know, 
I can't I can't sit still. I'll I'll do something new and different and Yeah, I mean yeah. I I have so much more to give. You know, I have a talk with God all the time and I say, Look, Lord, I know you right here killing niggas, but I'm just gonna ask you <laughs> I need to stay alive. Tell him about ninety five. I got a lot of shit to do, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You know, God is a listening God. And if you tell him what you want, he be listening. No matter what tone it comes out, he speak every language. He know everybody language. He knows your heart. So I just tell him, God, I got shit to do. <laughs> don't, 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 don't take me yet. <laughs> your prayer is don't take me yet. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, everybody, everybody on that chopping block. But I think if you go ask to be moved out for a while, he'll move you back. And I pray that, you know, I'm healthy next year. I got a lot of shit to do. This is this is like when your drunk friend in college wants to give you advice. <laughs> you know, you, All you got to do is say, just, move to the back of the line. You God will me. move you and move you to the, the back if you're differential. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go see a doctor because it's hard for me to pronounce words. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no doctor for that. Stick your tongue out. Let me see. <laughs> it looks normal. I don't that, know. That the differentiate. What is it? Differentiate. You, you, you know what you need? You need some tongue ozempic. <laughs> Some tongue Olympic. Make it a little smaller. Let's get on the line with God right now, whatever language you're speaking. Bow your heads, please, dear Lord. We come humbly before you to pray for Miss Pat's tongue. <laughs> it's just too big. It t- trips over itself. I'm sorry, y'all, but sometimes words just be killing me. I mean, killing me. It's, it's almost hard. The older I get, it's more harder for me to talk correctly than exercise. <laughs> What's harder, talking or exercise? I was at I was at lunch. I was at breakfast with an older guy yesterday, and he couldn't remember something. He goes, oh, "Memory these days is a team sport," and I started laughing. And that's sort of what talking is for you. It's a team sport. <laughs> Man. I'm telling you, and I understand it because you get up and you thinking about something, and bam, you be like, "What the fuck did I come in here for?" Yeah. And every time you have a birthday, you forget a little bit more. Yeah. I'm like, "No, what? Where they sell the good brain at?" <laughs> yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Dion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking for a whorehouse. <laughs> okay. But I'm I'm having a hard time just remembering and doing shit. And man, that shit be getting me. Now reading my strips because I'm, you know, we taping season four. That shit so bless you. Yeah. yeah. Bless you. We want to say we sorry we're sorry we've been a little irregular. It's been just tough because the, the shooting's getting going and uh, well, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. If you're trying to eat better in 2024, go ahead on and make it easy on yourself, y'all, with Factor. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service that sends chef-prepared, dietitian-approved meals right to your door. You heard me. I said right to your door. 
They take literally two minutes to prepare. Just heat them up in the microwave or on a skillet and you are all set. No waiting in line at the grocery store no more. No chopping, no prepping or cleaning up. Just awesome meals right when you want them. With over 35 meals to choose from every week, you have so much variety. And they even have vegan, vegetarian, protein plus, and calorie smart meals option. They never skip on flavor. Factor isn't just for dinner either. Get the convenience you love any time of the day with 55 add-on items each week, ranging from breakfast to dessert. Head on over to factormeals.com slash patdown50 and press in the code patdown50 to get 50% off. That's code patdown 5-0. The holidays are stressful enough without having to spend hours in line at the grocery store. Save time by letting HelloFresh handle meal times. HelloFresh sends four fresh pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, along with easy-to-follow recipes. No wrap, no random heads of lettuce rotting in your fridge, and no crazy amounts of leftover. You will never eat. Just easy-to-cook meals at an awesome price point. You may have heard of HelloFresh from their awesome dinner. They also got breakfast, 10 minutes, lunches, and satisfied snacks for both you and them kids. Go to HelloFresh.com slash the pat down free and use the code pat down free for breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash the pat down free with code pat down free. HelloFresh, America number one meal kit. So one thing I don't want y'all to deal with in the new year is narcissists. Those people are fucking crazy. When when you're on <laughs> when you're on set and you're taping the show, how many times a day do they have to like help you with your tongue? <laughs> the fuck me you that like I get my tongue out of a drawer. <laughs> are you worried that you know how your sister's neck goes like that? That's how your tongue's getting. <laughs> <laughs> You got Ryan Tone. <laughs> I would say this if it's something that I can't say, I'd be like, give it to Tammy. <laughs> and <if I> feel, <laughs> because she she's so professional and she's so fucking funny. So she can do she can do my lines and her lines and kill both. <laughs> so there have been many times I'm like, I can't say like this this week it was Haru. No. What was it? What row? Like Scooby Doo. Like, like Scooby Doo. Okay. <laughs> For shit, Revolt? <laughs> and they and they kept on kept say row row. I said I can't say this dumb shit. <laughs> Give it to Tammy. She said that shit on doing a live taper and killed. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of shit I can't say. <laughs> there are so, there are doctors that could help. I watched the King speech. Maybe we could find somebody like that. <laughs> Have you ever seen that movie? You go have Miss Pat before scenes red leather, yellow leather, red, red leather, leather, yellow leather. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it ain't that important. Your mispronunciations have made you par- partly made you a career. Like it's it's just charming. It's not a, a bad thing. I'm not, and I'm not doing it on purpose. No, we know. No, <laughs> no, no, we're aware. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Did I say Nazi is wrong? Yes, yep. of course. <laughs> how, is, how do you say it? Any words longer than two syllables. We we try our best to understand what you mean. Usually a narciss- Nor- narcissist is pronounced ex-husband. Narciss- <laughs> narcissist. Say it one more time. Narcissist. 
Yeah, that's there good. Go. Yeah. That's within the realm yeah, I would, no. of understanding the word. Yeah. So that's what I don't want y'all to deal with narcissist people. Because when you deal with narcissist people. Mm-mm. Nope, what? not a thing. Narcissist. Narcissist. I think is an anime it's... character. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you do them crazy, <laughs> they twist everything back on you. And that's probably why I can't pronounce nauseous because I'm not one. <laughs> Narcissist. Narcissist. That's too much. Why can't I just say nauseous? Because no one knows what you're talking about. <laughs> I think you should. I think, you know, it's time for the language to change. As Vince Bryan say, the Constitution changed. Why not the language? <laughs> <laughs> how how are things on set? I saw a funny. I saw there was a a couple famous people that that got announced, and I've seen pictures of you and Vince, and it looks like you're Flex. having fun. <clears throat> this season, uh, so far, we've had Flex from one on one. Yeah. He was really entertained. I I enjoyed. He's one of my favorite uh, guest stars. I am actually trying to get him on a podcast. Okay. I I mean, I just just the conversation that we had. I learned so much from uh, just about the business. Mm-hmm. He been in it a long time. He been in a long time, and you know he lost everything, and now he's coming back up. And the How story old is he. I, I don't know, but that nigga look good. <laughs> He, he, he looked like he ain't changed from the first time he came on TV. Man, let me tell you, everybody was like, God damn, did this nigga age? Yeah. And I yeah. know he fit this on the nigga look like he's in his fucking 20s. Late 20s, early 30s. He looks good. He really do. So he was so good. He was so good on there. And so uh, we got a few more guest stars coming up again this year. So it's going to be exciting. But he was so far, he's been one of my favorites. Has, has there been like, a, I mean, being the first job back for everybody after the strike, after like nine months being off, has that changed the vibe on the set at all? No, we missed each other. We, you know, this is one show uh, I'm going to hate to see. I'm quite sure anybody who has their own show hate to see it come to an end. But when I tell you I got such a great cast and I really miss those guys and we talked the whole time we was off and I'm just it's it's we jumped right back in there. We really did. Yeah. I mean, I struggled the first week. I was like, I gotta remember all this shit again, you know, with all the shit I got going on. But you know, I'm no longer at the radio, so that helps a lot. Does it? And I'm not at the radio. And I can't I what's what's great about not being at the radio is that um I started back dreaming. I told y'all this, right? Yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, I've been just dreaming up a fucking storm. <laughs> what about? What's been the best dream so far? Uh, this morning, I was arguing at Garrett about some dumb shit. I was like, we're not paying that. And I woke up, and I was here at the hotel. Oh, your dreams are like your real life? <laughs> yeah. Not, they're not like fantasies where you're like flying and beating up criminals or something? <laughs> Fuck no, nigga. I can't fly. I'm too heavy in my dreams. <laughs> I'm dr- I just keep dreaming up shit. I dream. You know, up. you can dream however much weight you want to be. And you just, <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> it don't got to be real. That's what makes well, it. In my dream, I'm fat. I'm still the same size. Dude, like, when I, I don't know how to dream skinny. <laughs> when I dream, I tend to dream about my childhood house 
do you, is there like a place that when you dream you go back like it feels like once a week you're in that place or that time period from your life we didn't stay anywhere long we got evicted so you want me to read <laughs> you want me to read all them evictions it's, it's, a, real, it's a dream man. Rake, it ain't no, your your childhood's like Requiem for a dream, but <laughs> <laughs> stealing the TV well, here or there. <laughs> I don't want to see that shit in my dream. <laughs> well, you know what's good about my mom? We never got put out on the street. She would leave a couple of days before they left. They came. We knew we was getting put out because she was like, pack the shit. Pack your shit. Like, what? Get my chicken out that chimney. Let's go. (laughs) When you packed your stuff, did you you have like a special box that you were just kept in your room because you knew you'd have to? No, when we packed, we put out the blanket and threw everything in the middle and tied that bitch up. (laughs) Did you put like one of those hobos on the railroad? Cartoon? (laughs) (laughs) Was it checkered? (laughs) It was. It was. They move and ragtime starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, we tie that motherfucker up like we were military and threw that bitch on the back of that truck she ever got. Somebody (laughs) put us in. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, so I I don't want to remember none of that bullshit. I still sometimes see uh, the little man on the corner. So, oh, girl, you're growing titties. Back in the day, <laughs> you can't even escape the molesters in your dreams. <laughs> you need I to hire a man who was trying to groom me. <laughs> you have enough money to hire a dream security guard to get these men away from you. <laughs> I probably fucking should. <laughs> like when I go back to the bluff in my head, I always see this man in the overall. Look at your little age. You got little titties now. I'm oh like, I'm seven. I'm eight. That's the. I don't, have you seen the Barbie movie? No, okay. I don't think I will. It's it's fine. It's but there's a scene where she lives in Barbie world and it's ruled by women, and then she goes to the human world, and she's like, I have this weird feeling, like everyone's looking at me, and I feel unsafe. <laughs> I was like, yeah. So so you know the little skirt Barbie had on. They call they used to be called tennis skirts back in the day. They could steal that. But one time my brother got me a matching outfit out the Goodwill. I never forget it was scrappy black and white. And my mama went somewhere and got me some black tights and some shoes. And that is the cutest I ever been. When I tell you I slept in that outfit, I did not want to take that outfit out because I had never felt that pretty in my life. Aww. My brother had stolen the Goodwill, and when people give away Goodwill stuff. Rich people, I assume, they pin the outfit together so it's the bottom on the top. So I ended up having a bottom and a top. And man, the tights probably came with it too. I don't remember. But I remember having them little shoes that buckled across. I was so pretty. My next old neighbor said, oh, you look nice today. And that shit bitch had never said that to me. No. And I just, I remember just francing around the sidewalk. And I was like, I'm never taking this off. That's cute. And I needed a bath, and I had to take it off. And then what happened to it? I don't know. I probably wore the color off of it because that's what nice. we did back. Well, you know, one of the things that I hated the most because you know we really never had gas, so you you we had to heat our water on the stove, and then you stop the tub up, and you just keep pouring hot water out so it's enough to wash your ass. But by the time you get it where you want it, one of your brothers and sisters jumping in your motherfucking hot water, and you don't heat that shit up all motherfucking day. Oh. 
I fucking hated my brothers for that shit. Just being poor sounds like so. It's like literally like you were in the 1920s growing up. Well, we was in the 80s. But, yeah, but it's just you know. like like my great grandmother had to go to the well and heat over the stove to heat up her bathwater. Like in the 20s, it's just said that shit like no, we no. This is the 80s. I know it's just it was the 80s. There's crazy. We weren't listening to the radio. And what a what a little dick that you went to all that work and effort, and then he stole that that bath from you. Yeah, they used to do that all the time. Uh, I'd have a fist fight over I, hot water every day. So I, I would have I would just get the water and bathe out the pot. So you have two pots, and then you lather yourself up with the warm water and the cold water, and you just pull the other pot over your head. This is outside, right? No, Nick was in the bathroom. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, that makes sense. I, I didn't think it was in the living room. It was room, the but... 80s, Chris, not the 20s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did have a roof over our head. Outside, Chris, really? I'm the crazy one here. <laughs> yes, For, because it you, was the 80s, you, not the 20s. You could have been bathing in the living room. You ate in the, in the chimney, for goodness sake. I didn't eat in the chimney. We cooked in the chimney. We took it to the kitchen once it was done. <laughs> like civilized people. <laughs> yes, you were not allowed to eat in the living room. You could eat all over the house. We had roaches. <laughs> they didn't so go in the to, kitchen, though. We we had a little guard. We tried to confine them to one spot. If you don't eat all over the house, they know where to eat the food at. Yeah. What a life. <laughs> You was taking baths outside. <laughs> I don't know how that was controversial. What are you talking about, Chris? Well, I just like I'm sitting here imagining like if you pour a, a bucket of water over your head, the water's gonna yeah, go in everywhere. The 1700s, bro. She's like, what the fuck? I'm just imagining like a giant pot of water that you dumped on your head and it goes everywhere in the living room. They but had a tub. <laughs> like, what but even then, about? it's gonna go all over the floor. No, not if you pour it right, Chris. You really How tall are these kids in your mind, Chris? She was a child. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in my head I am thinking of her doing this as an adult like her now. <laughs> That's how I was picturing it. <laughs> no, Chris, I was a kid. Uh, I just can't imagine you as a kid. <laughs> God damn. I don't know. <laughs> Jasmine over here crying. <laughs> Well, goddamn! Thought she was a grown ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> like grown up things have happened to her since she was seven. <laughs> like, just, Probably three. Yeah, three. <laughs> right? Like helping her uncle fuck when <laughs> she's in kindergarten. <laughs> it's just you didn't have much of a childhood, so it's hard for me to like picture that. <laughs> but that's why I loved on on your book Rabbit. You you used the picture of you as a kid because it just kind of sets that tone of like. Miss Pat was a kid when all this stuff happens. I was a kid. <laughs> and that's the great part about taking a shower in the tub, not outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even, that wasn't even considered a shower. They were really considered a bath. Because you try to lava real quick, and then once you get your, all the soap on, then you pull the water slowly so it'll come out. Sometimes if you didn't use enough water, you still be sticky from the soap. Mm -hmm. So you, you go and you... You, you put a towel on, heat up some more water, and pull it back over your head right. until your skin feels not so sticky. Uh, yeah. What kind and of stuff did you have? What would happen if you turned on the shower? Like, was it, it would just be too, cold water, Chris. Too cold? It would be cold. Okay. 
If it was hot outside, then we would take a cold shower. But the best way to wash your stuff, too, because we didn't really never have a washing machine, you would take your dirty underwear, wash them real good, mm -hmm. and you would use them for a washcloth. Uh, They're clean after you wash. No wonder you can't say narcissist. <laughs> All the trauma, trauma went right to your tongue. <laughs> Never ever have I heard somebody wash as bad as you talk about draws. as bad as you no. talk about your pussy. I just can't believe this. <laughs> I wouldn't do it now, but I did it as a kid. <laughs> It come out my pussy now, then come out big day. I mean, I'd go with socks. Did you have socks? I don't think we had socks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, you gotta aim a little higher, Chris. Sounded higher. dumb as I said it. Well, it's like Squish, our five year old, she turned five two days ago, cut her hair into, <laughs> gave herself bangs yesterday. But she's she never has socks on. Kids, you can't keep socks on those. She's gonna shave my eyebrows next. Yeah. She's gonna cut my hair next, so it's coming. Oh, it's it's she looks she walked around the corner and I just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have handled it better, but sometimes you need to tell your kid they look ridiculous. <laughs> you sure do. Yeah. With that said, this is the end of another great podcast. And you learn more about Miss Pat. Washing her pussy with used underwear. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of The Pat Down. Make sure you check out my website at misspatcomedy.com for all of my social media, my tour dates, my book. Make sure you spread the word about my podcast. Please rate and review. Please rate and review and share. Thank y'all so much, y'all. I've been Miss Pat.